I'm Siobhan Barnes, ex-commercial and corporate real estate professional turned leadership and life coach, supporting high-achieving professionals to step into purpose-led careers without having to sacrifice their soul, sanity, or steady paycheck. I've coached hundreds of professionals to figure out their unique path to create meaningful success that feels as good on the inside as it looks on the outside using my signature aligned achievement method. In this podcast, I'll share how you can get clarity on your unique path, how to make an impact and step into more purpose in a way that's right and true for you. Let's dive in. A very warm welcome to the Aligned Achiever podcast with Siobhan Barnes. I'm your host, and I am so excited that you have tuned in today. And today's episode was really inspired by a conversation I was having the other day with a woman about our mutual dislike for the question that we've been asked time and time again, which is, so what do you do? (laughs) With Hong Kong opening up, there are more networking events, more dinners, more workshops, more in-person events, which is wonderful. I definitely can't complain. But what I have noticed is that I've been asked that question, so what do you do, a lot more often than I did during the pandemic. And it's one of those questions that I've always had a little bit of a pet peeve around and never really enjoyed answering because it felt like I've had to prove or justify who I am and what it is that I do through my job. And I used to dislike this question being asked when I was working in corporate and had a very reputable, serious job title. And even now as an entrepreneur and as a coach, how do I describe what I do succinctly? It's really hard to share. And deeper underneath this question of what do you do is this deeper conflation that I see many women making, myself included, which is that we define our self-worth by what it is that we do who we work for, what our title is, how much we're earning. And it can be a very subtle way that we hold ourselves back. It can be a very subtle way that we hang on to certain positions for longer than is needed. And it can be a very subtle way that we forget that who we are is inherently enough. I learned this the hard way when I was transitioning out of corporate into a new season in my life. This is many, many years ago. I remember I was going through an identity crisis because I had left my corporate job. I was getting married and decided I wanted to change my name from my maiden name to my married name. And I also fell pregnant and was going on that journey from maiden to mother. And my whole identity was blowing up. My actual name, my role as a woman, my work was very much changing. And I really felt the palpable sense in my body that I wasn't as worthy as I used to be because I wasn't as productive. I wasn't working in a stressful job. I wasn't doing all the things that most people would be doing to get ahead in their careers. And I felt really bad. And I felt like my self-worth really took a hit. And so depending on where you are in your life and in your journey, you might be somebody who is going back to work after having a baby. Maybe you are ending a career after 25, 30 years. Maybe you're wanting to make a career change. I really wanted to speak to this topic of how you are not your job title because it's really, really important. And I really want to take it a step deeper to help you unravel your self-worth from what it is that you do. 
And in the culture that we live in, it's very insidious, it's invisible. It is this implied assumption that your value, your worth is very much dependent on what it is that you contribute in your job. And so I wanna share with you three frames today that will support you to begin to unravel your self-worth from what it is that you do. And my intention in sharing these with you is so that you can remember the real core truths around who you are. And also I want to liberate you from any reasons why you think you can't have what you want or that are stopping you from really stepping into your lane and doing what you're meant to be doing. And to remember that you are also a very worthy human being and that you are worthy of love, belonging, acceptance, and the things that you want. So the three frames are this. Number one, you are not your work. You are not your work. Your work, depending on where your work sits, there are really three buckets that our work can fall into. We can have a job that just pays the bills. We can have a career, which is something that we're building, one that uses our strengths and where we add value and maybe we're masterful at. We can have a calling, something that we feel compelled to do and that creates amazing ripple effect and impact on others. Not saying you can't have an impact on others if you've got a job or a career, but the calling is really something a little bit deeper. And regardless of where you sit in terms of where you are in your work right now, you still are not your work. Even if you're pursuing your calling, you are not your work. You're the vehicle, you're the vessel through which this work is being done. And so your self-worth is not dependent on how successful you are in your career, what outcomes you create. You are inherently worthy regardless. Wayne Dyer, the famous spiritual teacher, famously said that self-worth comes from one thing and one thing only thinking that you are worthy. And so just remember, no matter what you do and what your title is, how much money you're earning, if you think you're worthy, that's really going to give you that sense of self-worth. And as C.S. Lewis famously said, we are what we believe that we are. So remember, you are not just your work, your success, your value, your contribution into the world is not defined by your job. You are inherently worthy. And that can just relieve such a hook from the weight of expectations of who you have to be and what you have to do if you can unmesh from this truth that you are not your work. The second frame I want you to remember is that you are valued for who you are as a person. It's not about the role or the title that you have. It's really about who you show up as in that role at your work as a person. The best way I can describe this is I think you and I can both think of an example of a person who's really good at being nice, kind, playing the game with the important people in life and at work. But when it comes to how they treat the tea lady or maybe wait staff, they're completely different people. They don't show that same respect or kindness. And the truth is, as Maya Angelou said, I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And so remember, you are valued for who you show up as a person. If you're a person who shows up with integrity through every person that you meet, regardless of what they do, how much money they earn, how much value they can add to you in advancing in your career, that's what people are going to remember. And when we get so caught up on painting a picture or putting on a mask for people who are quote unquote important or key stakeholders in your career, we can forget that we're seeking validation and we're worrying about judgment from people who are intentionally cherry picked. And it's not those people that really matter. It's everybody that matters. How you show up to the people who aren't necessarily as important or influential in your career, that really matters. And they will remember how you treat them. 
and you want to remember that your self-worth can come from you knowing that you've treated everybody with kindness, respect, and care. And that's what will allow you at night to put your head on the pillow and say, you know what? I'm proud of who I am. I'm proud of who I'm showing up as. And you can actually look yourself in the mirror and feel proud of yourself. And again, your self-worth comes from that sense of being an integrity, being a good person rather than what it is that you do. It's kind of very much more intrinsically driven as opposed to extrinsically driven based on your achievements and what you do. So remember that frame. You are valued for who you are as a person. The third frame I invite you to remember is that let's get really clear on what really matters. I like to tell my clients often that I like to begin with the end in mind, which is a core philosophy from Stephen Covey's book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And I often quote Bronnie Ware, who was a palliative care nurse in Australia, who wrote the book, The Top Five Regrets of the Dying. And she spent years working with those patients who were literally on their deathbed. And she would hear them talk, hear them share their regrets and hear them share their stories. And she collated the top five regrets of the dying. And the top five regret was, I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself and not to others. And that's the thing. You want to remember that you want to live an integrity in your life. Your self-worth, if it's tied to your job title and feeling like you have to do that because it makes your mom and dad proud or it's something you've got to do and it comes from a should place, then you're not living a life true to yourself. You're living a life true to other people. And at the end of the day, what really matters is your relationships, your health and your well-being so that you can experience life. So remember, your self-worth is not tied to what you do and your job title. It's tied to who you are and living a life in alignment with those principles that support you to live a life that matters to you, your values, your principles, what you want to experience. And so remember that, please, next time when you're thinking, oh my gosh, I don't feel good enough or I'm not worthy because I haven't got this job title or you're down on yourself for whatever reason. You are not your job title. Your self-worth doesn't come from what you do. It comes from who you are. So to recap those three core frames, you are not your work. You are valued for who you are as a person. And what really matters is your relationships, your experiences, your health, and your well-being, not your possessions and what you acquire. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you can remember this as you go forth and that you can remember that you are here for a reason beyond merely hustling, grinding, and merely surviving. You matter. And before you go, if you want to dive deeper into how you can live a life in alignment to who you really are and to live a life true to yourself, the live masterclass replay is still up from the workshop I did a couple of weeks ago, which was all about how to harness your achievement style to navigate and build your dream career. If you would like support to begin to map this out so that you can create meaningful change in your life and in your work towards something that does feel true to who you are, come and check out the workshop replay. It's up for a very limited time. You can check that out over in the show notes over at SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash 53. That's the number five, three. I can't wait to share more with you in that live workshop. Until next time.